so when I realised that um, you could play the piano on here, I thought I'd have to show you the really niche but complicated song that really is the pinnacle of my extensive music education. So that's now my podcast opening and it might change, it'll probably change, but we'll just see. I'm, I'm quite happy with it for now. So this podcast is, I don't really know what it is, it's, I've just, I've thought that I'd really just like some kind of just space where I can just ramble about all the crap that I've been thinking about, and I mean, so now this is it, um, listen or don't, can't really say, I'm not bothered, I mean if you're here, fantastic, but yeah. So I'm just going to speak about some of the things I've been thinking about this week. And I mean, one is my friends. So I have a, I have a fair amount of friends, um, a few. Um, and something that really just astounds me is just their talent, right? So for example, my friends, they're putting together this publication and I'm just blown away because I could never do that. Like, I hadn't even really considered writing before I came to university. And my friends, who are just the most prolific, talented writers, are putting together this publication. And I'm just immensely impressed. One thing, though, about that is that I have actually promised to write for that. And I really struggle as a writer. But So I've been trying to work on something that could potentially be, be a serial and it's stressful because i'm right i'm writing the first i'm writing the first installment if you will and i'm just like what if i change my mind halfway like what if i publish like the first half of the serial and then halfway through i just change my mind and i've got to go back and and fucking edit i don't know it's stressful um but the approach i decided to take is what I think is a modernist approach in that it's very psychological. So I've actually been reading about modernism a lot this week because if you didn't know it already, um, you only you all know this if you do know me, um, I do actually study English um, and I'm going to be doing a module on modernism. So I've been reading just a general book that's ironically called Modernism. Um, and it's been really, really interesting. So I'm just give you a brief overview of how I understand modernism, which really isn't very well. Um, and actually, I really, sh- I really struggled with literary modernism until I read about modernism and art. So I think the three main, from what I gather, the three main movements to think about in, when we think about modernism and art is Im- Im- impressionism, expressionism, and surrealism. So impressionism isn't actually considered modernist, but impressionism is basically like depicting how things look, how they are. Like it's it's like realism, right? Um, expressionism is expressing emotion and like how things feel, and surrealism is expression expressing like the unconscious, right? So so expressionism and surrealism are both considered modernist. Um, and that kind of makes sense for, for modernist writing, right? So modernist writing is to do with the psychological and the individual, which actually makes so much sense to me. Because if you think about how we perceive the world and how we live, um, it really is just through our own gaze. You never have anyone else's perspective, right? Like if, and if we, think about, if we think about how 
realist writing is portrayed and also how history is portrayed as well we're looking at we're looking at big social concepts we're looking at things a social phenomena right big social issues and that's just not how we experience the world so this really this sort of this lens this psychological lens from the perspective of sort of um this character or yourself really i think really really makes sense so that's how i've personally decided to write this this serial that i've been trying to write one thing i will say so my main character is without giving too much away my main character is basically this man um who does the age changes because it's the different i've decided different parts are going to be set very very different times so um he changes his age but yeah um sorry it's telling me you're still recording to avoid losing material recommend you stop and save your work recording more than 15 minutes okay thank you ruin my flow anyway um where was i yeah so it turns out that writing from the perspective of like a man um who's i think mainly middle-aged or quite old is the age i've got him at a middle-aged man who really is just rife with toxic masculinity is actually the most cathartic thing like word i i've had multiple messages from words saying your language may offend your reader and while i might may edit out the profanity it really it's really done something for my soul just this this pouring out of just the constant constant f words i sound like sound like bloody ruth whatever her name ruth langsford then oh i'm oh that makes me want to say the f word i'm trying not to swear on this because i don't really know what the rules are with podcasts honestly i don't listen to them very much um i've listened to like a couple episodes of like people i like like I listened like, to some of Jimmy Little Mills, something with May Martin, um, Catherine Ryan, also Ashling B, because Ashling B is pretty fantastic, right? But I can't say I'm a prolific podcast listener. Um, as I'm not really doing this out of an interest of podcasts at all, which may be ironic, but it is, this is literally just me rambling, just chatting absolute bollocks. Um, was that a swear word? Was that profanity? I don't know. Does that break the podcast rules? Maybe I need to get someone to tell me the podcast rules. Maybe other people will tell me the podcast rules. Although we're living in a postmodern age. There are no rules. Society is collapsing. Capitalism is falling. I found out, I actually found out the other day, we're running out of water like what like i didn't need to find that out but now i found it out you're, you're gonna find out too so it turns out that we only really have access i think to one percent of the world's water supply which is fine but we're actually really over consuming water um and it turns out that a lot of countries i couldn't tell you which one specifically but there are a lot of countries who are taking water from again i can't remember what any of the words are but there's just these supplies that have been built up over millennia and we're taking them out at an excessive rate. We're not taking water from this 1% that we have access to that renews. We're taking it from this place where it doesn't. So in the next, I think in the next sort of few decades, there are countries that are going to be running out of water. I don't think it's imminent in the UK, but I think it's, that it's going to happen. I think one country where it is fairly imminent is Mexico. And I think one city where it's really imminent, I think they may have already 
shut off water or they're planning to um, is um, is Cape Town and that terrifies me that absolutely terrifies me like why is no one talking about this although I say that it's, it doesn't surprise me that I'm not right because we've got climate change and people are, people are talking about climate change but only just and I mean if we can't get everyone to care about that how the fuck are we going to get everyone to care about about us running out of water and there we go I just swore I just said the F word so here we are but I suppose at least I'm not on like daytime TV I was other I just want to know other podcasts this is probably something I'm gonna I'm gonna research maybe but I don't have time I mean I definitely have time I just don't have the energy like there is I actually have a lot of time and I just don't do anything so for example like I'll just be sat in my room and I'll be like I need to go and do my food shopping I need to tidy up I need to do all this crap and I will literally just sit there for hours and I don't know what I'll do I'll maybe read a bit scroll through TikTok like I don't do anything but I've started what I've realized is that you can just twist your narrative so I'm not my room isn't a mess all the stuff around my bed isn't isn't mess I'm nesting it's comfort I'm comfortable it's for my emotional well-being yes half of the stuff on the floor is is dirty washing or like or packets of the food I've bought from M&S because so I couldn't afford but bought from M&S because M&S is three minutes away where as little as ten minutes away you know um it's my it's my nest it's my my comfort zone and don't get me started on hoovering right I think I'd be more inclined to hoover if the hoover wasn't shit like I really I do I hoover occasionally I should do it more often right but I just don't because I want to and I might be I feel it might be an enjoyable experience if it was proper hoover but I just know the hoover's crap and it's gonna make me feel like shit and it's gonna take a million years even though my room room's an, an okay size um why like but why would I put myself through the discomfort of having to hoover the shit hoover when realistically I'm not that bothered about the about the little bits of crumbs on my carpet, you know? Also, if I wanna hoover I need to tidy. Which as I said, I don't wanna I don't wanna escape my comfort nest. Like I need it. Um it's an essential part of my day to day life. Also, even if it was tidy, the way that I see my room as tidy. I don't know if this is universal or I'm just, it's just me. It's I actually have things on my floor. So for example, I have like my mirror and where I sit at my mirror, I have the things that I use every day. So like my eyeliner and like my straighteners and my hairbrush and they live on the floor next to my mirror because in my head, there's no point in putting them into a drawer onto a shelf when I'm just gonna be moving them back there every single day, right? Like they live on the floor. So if I wanna hoover, not only do I have to actually tidy, I also have to move the things that live on the floor. And I just don't really think it's fair to me or to them to move them. Like why should I have to inconvenience my life to do something to hoover, which is actually something I just really don't actually wanna do. Well, that's gone on a weird tangent. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but this is completely unscripted. There aren't any points. I didn't plan 
to go down this rabbit hole. But I'm glad we're here. I'm hope I'm we're getting per, we're getting pretty personal pretty fast, and that's okay. That's totally fine. I mean, I already let you into the depths of my soul by imparting my musical art. So you, it's already like your best friends, you know. Like you've you've experienced my my I don't know my ineffable music musical ability. Like, we're best friends. That's what this is, we're best friends. No, I don't... No, if we're going back to the topic of rooms, right? Like, does anyone have enough space? Because I don't, like... I have, so I have my bookshelves, and it's not just books, I have loads of stuff on them, and my towels, they, they literally live on the edge of my bed like not on the bed like I've got a bed frame they live on the bed frame that's where they hang because I just don't have like a rail or anything like does anyone else live like that like you there are places for things they're just I just don't have a rail in my room or like at, like shelves on the walls you know and this might just be because I live in student in a student house but it's not it was no it's not just students but it's like a it's a house share right and I am a student it's, and it's, it's like a student logic, right? I think that might have something to do with it. But does anyone else just live in, like, perpetual just chaos? And honestly, I just don't know any... I don't know anything else. That'd be really interesting. And also, I don't, I don't know if anyone can answer these questions. I actually even haven't even really decided where I'm going to upload this yet. I don't really know how to upload it to anywhere. So I don't know if there's a comment section or... I don't know. I'm probably going to be putting this on Twitter. So you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I think my username is Jazzywinkle. Um, chances are, if you're listening to this, you've probably come from my Twitter account anyway. Because I don't, as I say, I don't even know where I'm going to put this. Maybe Spotify, if that's possible. I have no clue. Wherever I put this, I doubt you've just randomly stumbled on me and been like, oh, yeah, this is someone I want to listen to. Because let's be real. I'm, it's not. Like, who am I? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, what I actually really planned to talk about really was just like, just the things I've been learning about. Like, I'm I'm not back at uni yet, but I've really just been, I've been re I've been just reading about modernism mainly, and it's really really interesting. So one thing that I personally actually found really really interesting, and really surprising, was the way that modernism interacts with like other cultures. So I've already mentioned how it interacts with art. But also with philosophy. Um, so I'm doing a joint degree in English and philosophy. And honestly, philosophy isn't my main thing. I switched because there's a module in feminism I wanted to do. And now I'm also doing a module on technology, which I don't really know anything about. So that's interesting. There are a lot of philosophers that I've done that really interact with these writers. And it's really, really interesting just how they're reacting to like machinery and the modern age and the new age and all the problems that come with that. So I've actually been doing some research into some other problems. And one thing that I've sort of observed, and this isn't something I've necessarily read, and I could be wrong, but one thing I've realised is that something that's really come about with the technological revolution, I feel, is, is people seem not only to rely on technology for stability, but they seem to want to rely on technology for stability. I think it's like people are, people are scared of things not being stable, right? So actually I think people want 
to rely on these things. Like I was, I watched a documentary about um, ecology and the ecosystem and how it was generally accepted for, for decades in ecology that the ecosystem followed like a, this machinistic, machinistic, machinist, I don't know, this machinist like structure and it acted like a machine and that nature was mechanical. And I don't know, like that seems like something that's fairly trivial. Like it's really not the end of the world if nature isn't mechanical, but it seems like people really just want to find order in the world. And I suppose this is this, this is this desire to replace God and replace religion. Because I think that's really what a lot of people lived for, wasn't it? This religion, this idea of a higher power, a higher being, this order in the world that's been given by God. So that's just something that I've really, really observed. Um, and yeah, could be wrong. I'm wrong about many things. I don't understand. I find myself not understanding many, many things. So it could be that. Um, but that's that's something that I've, I've personally observed. One of so, just putting that aside because I don't really think I have much else to say. One thing that happened to me this week that. For some reason, I've never actually had to face before, is going and knocking on your neighbour's door. So I spent a couple of weeks down with my parents and my brother for a little bit, and I ended up leaving my uh, my shoes, my docks at his house, and I was like, well, I need them. I'm not just going to buy a new pair of docks. So I asked him to send them up, and he did, which was very kind. Thank you. Um, and because I wasn't because I wasn't in, I was actually in when Hermes came. I just didn't want to answer the door. I forgot that I had a parcel coming. I assumed someone else would answer it, and they didn't. So it meant that um, the Hermes delivery guy, or delivery person, I don't know, they um, took my parcel to my neighbour. Fine, perfectly reasonable thing to do. And then I went downstairs, saw that this had happened, and I was like, oh my God, I would actually rather die than go and speak to my neighbour. Um, I didn't. I actually ended up doing it. It took me a couple of tries because I went and I knocked, they didn't answer, and I was like, okay, but why was it so embarrassing? Like, why do I not want to go speak to my neighbours? And it's it's funny because recently as well I've been thinking, like, I really do wish I had more of a sense of community in my neighbourhood. I feel like I have a fair sense of community in my city and my university life, but not really in the estate that I live in. Um, so I simultaneously wanted that and was terrified of speaking to my neighbours like I did actually put it on my private snapchat story and someone else agreed that it's it's a it's a really horrible thing to do and I was just yeah I just found it really interesting I'm just wondering why I'm really I'm not a psychologist I feel like a lot of things that I'm talking about are very like psychological and I've never had any real interest in studying psychology and I've never really read very much about psychology, but I suppose it's something that I've really been thinking about recently, which is interesting. Because I always, I always thought psychology was really, really overrated, like as a subject. Because I remember when um, I was in sick, I think, I think I was just salty, because my classes were very, very small, and I had no one to speak about about any of the things I was passionate about. Um, so I'd look at the psychology class, which was like full and overflowing, and just be like why um i remember asked i remember speaking to the psychology teacher and telling her that i thought it was overrated so yeah well done well done jasmine um off the mark as always but yeah it's very 
I think I've always seen as quite quite overrated, but the more I think the more I think about things, the more I think about life, the more I realise how everything really is just so psychological and just every it's just everything. So I mean our whole perception is perceptions of things are related to our psychology. And I I did think until I think quite recently really that our perceptions of reality was a very a very philosophical point. Like is the reality we experience the real reality and I was I was thinking more of that in sort of terms of like planes of existence what actually exists is there another world world and then I was speaking about that and I was speaking about it to someone who studies psychology and she said to me she was like yeah actually we do experience things differently and I thought she went oh that's just because like our consciousness is a different one. and she was like talking about like actual psychological explanations for different different types of perception so I just think yeah it's it's interesting how how psychology really does come into everything and I mean it's sort of obvious when you say it when you think about the fact that our entire lives are in inflict um, inflicted I don't know affected by our psychology everything is psychological and yet I don't think it's something that anyone's ever really said to me but yeah, so that's a that's a realization I've been having both this weekend and just right now. So that's great. I wish that this was funny. I don't think I said anything that's funny. So that's brilliant. Um, I feel like I'm. I feel like it'd be funny for me anyway. It's easier when I'm with people. I have people to bounce off of, especially if they're making jokes. I don't think I'm a very inherently funny person at all. I don't know why that is, but I think I think I'm a very I think I'm quite quite a serious person actually. Like if I was left to my own devices, if there were no one else in the universe, I don't think I'd be having fun. I think I'd be I don't know. I think I'd just be I'd be I'd be doing this like I am right. So right now I'm sat in my bed, really just talking about very serious stuff. I'm having fun, but what I'm talking about, I do think it's very fun. So, there we are. I'm going to leave this here, I think. I may come back, but I'm quite happy. Quite happy with the length of this. And if anyone else has watched this far, I will be astonished. So, I feel really, I feel really like, hi guys, subscribe to my channel. Thanks so much. But yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, you may have skipped a lot. Wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be hurt. But yeah, so that's the end of that. I may make another one. I may never do this again. This has been something.